ナイスナイスタイムサービスオライオライ Welcome to the English Mojo Audio Series Number 21 The Perils of Japanese English English-speaking travelers to Japan are now being overwhelmed by a new communications hazard. Rather than a lack of English causing problems, just the opposite is happening. Japan is producing English and too much of it. Mystifying, homegrown Japanese English. Like its famous manga and anime, the whole country is awash in Japanese English. It leaps out from fashionable homes and offices, shops, motor cars, package goods, and street signs. Yet many of these nods to the West baffle native English speakers. Written Japanese English is legendary for inscrutability, but examples can also be heard everywhere as well. I'm Joseph Kashmir. Thanks for taking this episode from EnglishMojo.com. Orai Orai calls the watchful wife as her husband backs the family car into a tight space. Naisu drone uniformed high school girls endlessly as they drill on the tennis court. Taimu Sabisu barks the announcer to shoppers at the supermarket. Don Mai, one friend reassures another. To Japanese, these widespread phrases are pure English, mainly because they're so foreign sounding. They and hundreds more like them have been conjured into stylish Japanese sayings out of English proper, but can you recognize their intended meanings? They are all right, nice, Time service and don't mind. The real problem for English speaking visitors begins when their first intoxication with Japan exoticism starts to overwhelm or exhaust them. That's when a fatigued mind can start responding to the slightest hint of the home language. Apparently, English words. Seem to jump out from printed Japanese texts. Vague snatches of English catch the ear. Too often, foreigners fixate their attentions on minor points in conversations or text merely because these suggest English. Suffering most are the visitors determined to speak the bits of Japanese they painfully memorized because well intentioned. Japanese reward their efforts with mystifying Japanese English answers. It's hard to blame the Japanese people, though. To them, such expressions are as surely English as anything from a Hollywood movie or a parliamentary debate. The person who looks or sounds Western is presumed to know them. The Japanese you see often do with English. What they have done so successfully in other areas, re engineer its components into useful Japanese constructs. Some lay the blame for famous Japanese incomprehensibility on difficulty pronouncing English. 
It is true that while English has over 40 recognized phonemes, Japan possesses scarcely more than 20. So many of the sounds in English simply don't exist in Japanese. This forces people in the land of the rising sun to twist many foreign words into utterances that foreign speakers find hard to comprehend. This episode comes to you from EnglishMojo.com, where you can find more audios and articles. Understanding spoken Japanese is challenging to say the least. The scant number of spoken sounds means each has to do multiple duties. For example, say kami in Japan, and you can mean hair, or god, or paper. Japanese, however, will be quick to point out the significance that each is written differently. But in conversation, people only hear what's said. And that, too, is hard for the Japanese to keep in mind. The complexity of their written language requires them to spend much, if not most, of their school years memorizing the written forms Eventually, it becomes second nature for many Japanese to visualize written forms as they hear the words. In fact, you can often see fingers stroking out a word in the air or on their palm to clarify a point in conversation. And that brings us to Katakana script, the phonetic alphabet where so many English words get kindly beaten to a pulp. Writing in Japanese requires a working ability not in a single alphabet or script like English, but in four different ones. Katakana is the one reserved largely for foreign words. Another, the most elaborate, includes complex ideograms borrowed from China. Another still is the set used for distinctly Japanese words. And the last is the same Latin alphabet used by English speakers. In fact, the Japanese name of this last illustrates the problem. In Japan, it's called romaji, a word which is itself a mixed mashed potatoes and peas combination of English for Roman, Roma, and Japanese for character, ji. When the Japanese write foreign words in katakana, they'll often mash or stretch them in just this way to fit the limited vocalizations their mouths and ears are accustomed to. Some old Japan hands point to a bigger divide than these writing and speaking issues. That is, the special purpose that communication serves in this island nation. Japanese tradition makes communication primarily a means of maintaining harmony and preserving long-established relationships. The Western tradition, on the other hand, and particularly that in America, values communication mainly as a vehicle for exchanging information and ideas. Where the native English speakers seek direct and concise conversation, Japanese tend toward nuance and oblique suggestions so as not to disturb what are seen as cherry-blossom-delicate relationships. Is there any hope for avoiding the perils of Japanese English? Here's a modest proposal to the Japanese government. Convert or die. That is, reduce the written Japanese language down to a single alphabet. Is there a topic you want on English Mojo? Contact us, EnglishMojo at gmail.com.
Ataturk did the same kind of thing for Turkey. Katakana would do. Romaji would be better for foreigners. And ditch the Chinese characters altogether. Japanese is a simple phonetic language, much like Spanish, and would be well served by a simple phonetic writing system. This would open foreign words to public scrutiny. English would benefit from better pronunciation. Communication would flourish. Of course, the country that deliberately laid out maze-like streets with neither names nor sequential house numbers, so to confound invaders, is unlikely to take kindly to this proposal anytime soon. So, meanwhile, here's some advice for the Japan-bound English speaker. 1. Don't take at face value any English you read or hear. Just smile while you let it roam around in your brain until it finds a likely misinterpretation. 2. Accept the fact that yes almost never means yes. More likely, it means I see or I'm listening or I'll have to think about that or I have no idea what you're saying but I don't want to make a problem or several dozen other things. And 3. Learn one crucial word of Japanese for the many times when communication breaks down completely. The most useful is sumimasen. Say it often. It means, excuse me, I'm sorry, and I apologize. In a country with fewer lawyers than Washington, D.C., you're safe from liability. Japanese will respect and appreciate you for saying this. Some will even marvel at how skillfully you communicate in their language. Finally, here's a brief cautionary tale of the young American translator fluent in the language but not in the culture. I met him in a conservative southern prefecture as we each waited for the results of our second attempts to pass the Japanese driving license test. He told me he had explained to the examiner that his very non-Japanese style of driving during the test was the way I drive back home. This was a surprising statement from someone with a university degree in the Japanese language employed at a local city office. These examiners, mostly former cops who didn't want to be there, were already in a foul mood. You can usually identify a Japanese man who detests his work. The full fury of his resentment will surface in a facial expression that resembles that of a mildly indifferent American employee. These examiners wore that look. How would the I did it my way translator fare on their home court? As it turned out, he failed. On the other hand, I passed, partly as a result of out-Japanesing my Japanese examiner. But that's another story. I'm Joseph Kashmir. Thanks for listening. More later. Goodbye for now. Music provided by Nicolaeus. This has been a presentation of English Mojo. Please visit us at EnglishMojo.com to find out more about power in language to send us a comment or question, to suggest a topic, or to learn about our other productions.